Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and I'm down on Mondo Beach. And I've got to say, I'm going to change my business soon, and I'm going into the bikini industry. Because the cost of materials is reducing at an exponential rate. And the concept of design is really pretty simple. Um, just copy the last person who made a bikini. And uh, high tensile strings that don't break but are very small. And I think soon invisible or see-through strings because currently those little black strings that go up the crack with the bum are still visible. Um, we're even topless now at Bondi on the grass above the beach. So it's quite amazing for me. It's all pretty boring. But it's quite amazing for me to see just the changes that are taking place in what is normal. <laughs> anyway, uh, the blokies uh, industry for sluggos uh, hasn't changed at all. The guys are still wearing their good old Beamer board shorts and their sluggos, speedos. And golly me, I'm probably not going to be on the beach if they go to G-strings as well as one of my previous yoga teachers used to wear. I don't know why. Anyway, interesting world. And I guess that brings us to the topic of the day as I'm down here on this beautiful morning beach walking along the sand to talk about courage. I just wrote, it took me half a day, just wrote a blog on chriswalker.com.au about courage. And uh, to be honest with you, it took a lot of courage to write a story about courage because the truth be known, whenever we think about our vision, it brings up the immediate response, which is the only response that could sabotage uh, our vision, and that's fear. So we can only fear one thing, that's the future. So all fear is of vision. And not all visions, of course. Some of our visions we don't fear. Sometimes we fear them coming true. Sometimes we fear them not coming true. Fear. That's an interesting distillation of the whole emotional quotient of, of life. All emotions associated with the future are fear-driven. And because the future isn't emotion, but we get emotional about it. And all of the emotions we have are fear-driven. And fear brings, what do we say, well, your fear comes near. So if we don't deal with this topic, which is quite deep, I guess, because, only because 
sometimes you ask me, what do you fear about the future? And they say nothing. And that's possibly not the truth. Or they say, did, did what you want in 2020 happen? No. Why? Oh, because, you know, COVID or whatever. But that's just not the way it is. The way it is is 2020 happens the way you want unless there's fear. So fear is a demagnetizing uh, energy. It sucks energy from others and ourselves. So it's a, 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 a rejection or a, uh, an emotion of pushing away, even though our fear wants people to resolve it. So we feel <coughs> that uh, the fear will cause resolution by attracting a solution. It doesn't. It attracts a placebo or it attracts somebody who uh, we think will resolve that fear, but they don't. Because the fear stays there, we just put a band-aid over the top. So I just wanted to put this really clearly for us all today because the topic of the blog yesterday was courage. It's a really old-fashioned word, isn't it? Courage. Courage to be you, the courage to do something, the courage to face your fear. So the reason it's old-fashioned and it's gone out of style is because it's so easy to drop into an aggressive angry form of courage, which is naivety or ignorance. And we say, I'm going to jump off this building without a parachute or without a bungee cord because I believe human beings can fly. Therefore, I'm overcoming my fear. I've got courage of my convictions. Away we go. Naivety. And so there is a result, <coughs> and sometimes that result is good, sometimes it's bad. So that's why courage has developed a bad reputation, because it's used by the machos <laughs> amongst us to be stupid or blindly overcome fear. Fear is, a, fear is a, not a bad thing. Sometimes it's intuitive. But if we use courage, Dutch courage, what they called in the old days, I have to be careful of that because now I'm in a relationship with a Dutch woman. It's like when you go out and you say, we're going to go Dutch. It doesn't mean what it used to. Anyway, um, courage. So there's physical, intellectual and moral courage. And uh, rather than go over the whole article here on the blog, I'll leave you to read it. But in simple language, physical courage is where we breathe, we create posture, we create an energy in the body that is not 
controlled by fear. And that is, requires a lot of physical discipline to implement and get it good enough so that when we're in a real situation of fear, we can use it. But practice between performances, as we talked about the other day, even when you're tired, you can energize your body and do what you have to do physically. And that's the development of physical courage, energy inside your body that exists irrespective of circumstance. The second level of courage is intellectual. Now, everything Everything starts with the mind. So this is the actual starting point. The starting point. Mental courage. And the development of mental courage, I guess we used to call it discipline, but the development of mental courage is more affirmative than it is anything else. In other words, every time we do something that, that requires us to have the courage of our convictions, we develop and reinforce our access to intellectual courage. And this is so important. And it just shows every time we break rank and we drop out of our intellectual courage. We drain the physical energy of our body, but we also deplete our intellectual resources and our belief that we can overcome things through constancy and steadiness. So the secret to intellectual courage is calm, cool and collected nervous system, calm, cool and collected under all circumstances. The third one, moral courage. This is so old school that a lot of us kind of like prefer to think that it's not that important, our morality but our morality is based on our values. And every time we distort or corrupt our values, in other words, we work on low priorities and we don't link it or sink it. Every time we do that, we smash to bits our moral courage. I would say this is the emotional component of courage, self-belief. Firstly, with moral courage, it requires a belief that the universe is here to look after us, that we have a friend in the universe, rather than call it God, have a friend in the universe. And that endearing and deep belief stands at the root of moral courage. 
knowing our values and being able to defend them even when our relationship or something challenges our values it's really important to remember that when we work on things of a high priority we build our self-worth and we work on things of a low priority we lower our self-worth no matter how hard we work and that's why link it or sink it is such an important component of courage well it's time for a swim on that north bondi it's you can hear little waves lapping on the shore but apart from that it's absolutely bondi lake good opportunity without any blue bottles to get a bit of swimming done after my swim going home a little bit of brekkie and deliver my bike to the bike shop which means get on the bike and ride at peak hour traffic <laughs> through sydney and get some maintenance done primarily caused by my attempting to do my own maintenance on the bike and screwing something up a little bit so uh yeah i have to pay the price for my own and the bike shops hate it they hate it when you try to fix your own bike screw it up and then deliver the bike and say <laughs> Can you fix this? Lucky I got a really, really cool bike guy and he's really polite. And he, he said, somebody broke something on your bike and left it in the wind. Uh, we all know, him and I, that somebody happens to be me. I have to wear it. It's quite hilarious. All right. Um, have a beautiful day. Um, today's topic is courage. I think it's an underestimated and underspoken about and significantly for me as an entrepreneur and a business person probably one of the most important elements of being an entrepreneur and a business person and in a relationship for that degree you learn it the hard way sometimes as a sports person or you learn it the hard way uh, walking up himalayan hills where uh, it seems the mountain is fighting against you. So, uh, I'd, if you get the time, I'd recommend you jump on the, the blog at uh, chriswalker.com.au and have a read. Uh, and I guess if you can, and you think it's worthy, share it around. Um, I, I have no interest in building a database, but I have got a great interest in changing the world one heart at a time. And courage, for me, is a big part of that. Okay. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.